All right, we are the Beer Geeks. This is the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Hear us pour. It's going to happen up until 11 a.m. today, and it's time for Beer Geek Roll Call. From the left, I have Dirty Derek. How you doing today, Derek? Lovely, Freddie. How are you? Excellent. I have Dr. Johnny Blindside, Tony Romo in the middle over here. Good morning. How's it going? Watch he doesn't draw Tony his Romo, beer over there. He's standing up. Oh, oh, come on. Hey, listen, you leave my boys alone. <laughs> of course, we got Backyard Billy up, from the up? Backyard Alehouse in downtown Scranton, Linden Street, and I got a special extra, guest extra, in. Extra. Oh, what the hell? Shut up. This guy keeps uh, running in every week and starts right. rambling on. Shut up. Every week. I hate when they do that to me, man. We got Jason Jarecki over here. He's all kinds of good stuff from the Toyota Sportsplex. We're starting to skate, and we're starting to learn how to skate. Hey, I miss the boys all summer. It's great to be back. Awesome. Thank Welcome you. back, yeah. Jason. And what better to do when you're skating around the ice but hold on, <laughs> hold on tight to that craft beer, preferably Amen. one from Backyard. Uh, That's good stuff. All right, Jason, good to have you back here today. And, Derek, we have a special interview today, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we got a big one today. We're doing uh, all things 21st I have a big one every day. We're hitting hitting the high point right (laughs) off the bat. Now, we're doing, uh, we're talking with 21st Amendment today. We're talking with the owner, Sean Sully O'Sullivan, is going to be calling in. So we're Sean Sully O'Sullivan. We're talking to Sully in a little is while. Is he Italian? About, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking, O'Sullivan? <laughs> That's, yes. That's what I thought. We're going we're gonna to be, uh, we're going to be talking about all the things that are going on with 21st. We have a, a huge amount of, uh, we pretty much have everything I can get my hands on right now from 21st we're going to be drinking today, so. We have a lot of stuff. We have another good package. He's you know? got a great package. Oh, that thanks, he Freddie. Sent us. Thank you. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. No, I have a great package. You? <laughs> well, there's stuff written on the ladies' room wall back there. You go read it later. I wrote we it. have this wonderful <laughs> giveaway. I'm sure you did. From 21st uh, Amendment, it's going to be great to give away. We have all this wonderful stuff. The T-shirt and the hat. This hat might get lost, boys. Just might get lost. Everybody's coming to pick up their great giveaways. That's one thing, man. Beer Geeks every week. Derek, thanks a lot. We have killer stuff to give away to everybody. You call in later on. You're going to have a shot to win it. The telephone number is 855-777-1023. Derek, you have so many cans and bottles over there. Let's get started because these boys are salivating. I got some good cans. I think Jason's already done with three of them already. He's going to have to sit (laughs) back and wait. We're we're starting out a little light, so we're good. the, uh, The first one we're doing is this is Bitter American. Uh, this is their American. This is kind of a session ale. It's kind of more of an uh, American pale ale style, only 4.4%. So really light, easy drinking. Now, this is one that is just great to have on hand at all times. And this is one, I will say from the brewery, that I don't see as much in the area, which is sad because this is one I think once you have, it will kind of become a really good go-to for you. Those who love you know, Sierra Nevada pale ale and those kind of uh, mildly hoppy pale ales, this one really falls in line with that. And it's only 4.4%. So really easy drinking. It's It's just... Fantastic. I, this is a go-to one for me when I see it around. It, it's just really easy drinking. A little bit of caramel coming through. There's still a lot of flavor in it. You still get some of the hop coming through, but it's really, really well balanced, which is the big thing when you're getting into a 4.4%. You can really easily go right out of balance and have too much going one way or the other. And this falls right down the line where you want it to go. This is a little zesty, a little Ooh. snap to it. It is a little zesty. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the last few weeks... I've been getting schnookered here. <laughs> so it's good, to st- it's good to start out with a, with a beer. It's a good thing point. you have a designated driver, man. Yeah, I'll tell Thank you. God we provide a designated driver. I'll tell you, driver. you talk about, you know, shooting up my Saturdays. I, it's been quite an adjustment you, you, coming you down now. Oh, now you're going to be talking about the heroin and stuff that we're oh, doing good. here. Great. Thanks, Billy. Uh. <laughs> 
Uh, very <laughs> flavorful. Yeah. I'm surprised. Um, like you said, the hops are there, but not overpowering. It's because, you know, for me, like you get into the Uber hops, it's a turn off for me. But this is this is just right. I'll tell you, the surprising thing to me is that there's still some liquid in that glass, Jarecki. <laughs> That's I'm trying to pace myself, okay, <laughs> okay. my friend? So. Between Billy getting schnocker every week and you, just put you two together. Oh, my God. It's he's also, gonna, that's the first time someone said schnocker. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got a new nickname, I think. It's Billy Schnocker from the Yale House. <laughs> no, he's Backyard Billy. Look at how Buffy's looking today, man. What is that? Well, you've been working it's out on that solo flex, I think, man? I think they were refer to me as Svelte. Svelte. <laughs> I thought you were wearing your man Spanx today or something. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. What? I don't know. I'm just, uh, he's ooing. No. Yeah. Svelte is the word. Backyard Svelte Billy from the Backyard Ale House. <laughs> All right, man. Let's drink beer. Yeah, no. So this this is one, though. The 21st is a great brewery. The thing... You know, with uh, you know, all of us in here are kind of in a little bubble with the craft beer stuff, and we're kind of all into our in our own little niche. But you know, a lot of people on the outside might not be as aware of this. You know, the whole rating culture that that we live in with the craft beer on the beer advocate, and and it kind of makes people look at something first and then try it, and then kind of hesitate. Or you know, when you walk into a uh, you know a, a six pack shop or a bar, even you're you're looking for the breweries that you haven't had yet, and you should just. Try something. Work your way through the breweries. If you find a brewery that you really like, like 21st to me is a really good go-to brewery. Like I love the Brew Free or Die. A hop Crisis I absolutely adore. We're going to be having that one later. But, I mean, they're a great go-to brewery, and they're in cans. You know, everything you could really want out of a, a really convenient brewery. But a lot of people kind of overlook it, like, oh, I had this from that brewery. Well, you didn't have it all. And what you're saying is that, that those ratings, you know, that's just yeah. people's opinions. Yeah. And just we continue some... to say, don't don't go. How many times, and Derek, you know this from the movies, how many times great, great critical reviews and you go and the thing's a stinker? Just you know because, I mean? I'll put it so. this way, just because some jack-off sat down for five minutes and wrote <laughs> something does not mean <laughs> that you need to believe them, including myself. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I'll throw myself under the bus. Good boy. In- including myself with my writings. If there's something I write and, you know, maybe the review I give isn't as, as great as you, who cares? Who cares? If you like a beer, drink it. Who cares what anybody else thinks? If it's something you enjoy and you go on Beer Advocate, like, oh, it says a 10. Well, who cares? If you like it, that's what really matters with this. And, and work your way through these different breweries. And once you find something you would like, just kind of work your way through it. That's what this is all about, is kind of trying different things. But, you know, getting into Different strokes for different folks. There you go. Just don't write your reveres after you're schnockered. <laughs> that's the other thing you got to remember. Some people have done that on that. <laughs> that happens, yeah, right? That's the greatest thing in the world. So you don't even know what your name is. It might be an inflated review. That's <laughs> just like you were saying, because the world don't be to walk to the beat of just one drum. Just because it takes different strokes. Strokes to rule the world. God. Yes, it does. What you talking about? <laughs> All right. That's but, awesome. But, but with, <laughs> with, All right. Within this, like last week, like Billy brought down, you know, the Hill Farmstead Abner, which oh, I, that was I will fantastic. still say, I have been thinking about that one all week. It was fantastic. Too bad it's six hours away. Yeah. So was, so was the Everett, Billy. But the <laughs> yeah, the Everett was pretty good. John and I uh, split that uh, when? Wednesday? Yeah, when Thursday. Oh, I thought Wednesday. you were bouncing out on Wednesday. You weren't going to be there. No, when was it? It was the afternoon. It was, it was after oh, it was I, didn't say, I, didn't say, I didn't say that out loud, though. Oh, okay. But you know, sorry, it was in the lot, daytime. A lot of those breweries, because they're rare, that's what really drives, you know, that's what's really driving this craft beer culture. A lot of the, the people are out there trying to find the, the next big thing, the next hoppy beer, the next whatever. That's what's really driving a lot of this. But, you know, you kind of have to find your own way with what you like. And then if you want to get into that and read things... Have more of an understanding of, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a confidence thing. I guess we're getting into, I feel like Tony Robbins. You're kind of getting more into, you need to understand yourself. 
<laughs> believe in you. You got to believe in yourself before you get out there and get drunk. <laughs> you could be a contender. But you got to have an understanding of what you like and what's in your palate before you start worrying about what somebody else likes. Because what you love, somebody else might not love. And it might just be a rare beer, and that's what's driving it because you can't get it. So then people are saying, well, I had it, so now it's the best thing in the world. Which it's, you know, we've talked about that in here. Like the, the hype behind some of these beers, it's really difficult to, to follow through with that when you try them. So it really is a tough thing. Just because something's readily available doesn't make it any less good quality or less enjoyable just because you can get it any day. Because and it might be a beer that you has been you've seen on the shelf for weeks and just bypassed because you see it all the time because you're looking for that. Oh, they never had this before and trying to find that rare beer, rare brewery. But just because it's there, you know, try it. Same thing with Twenty First Amendment. They are readily available in our area and. More people need to really yeah, try fantastic this. products yeah. across the board. Really good stuff, and and it's great you know, having them in the cans. It's something we're going to talk to Sully about how that that came about because they've really been on this can trend far before a lot of the other breweries. And now it's become a thing. Yeah, we were. I think they were the second canned beer that we had at the Ale House. Mm-hmm. It might have been Oscar Blues first, but they were they were a close second. Yeah, they they've been doing it from the get go. As soon as they opened the doors, they've been doing these cans, and it's great because. You know, you get a lot more, uh, you know, the one thing we don't really think about with the cans, you can put a lot more artwork onto the can than you can in the bottle. I was going to say that the, Freddie, did you see the can, artwork on the cans? No, but I'd like to see it. Because we've, 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 we've seen the labels on some of the oh, bottles wow, were, pretty were pretty cool, cool stuff. Yeah, because you can get a whole full yeah, wrap around really with the can cool. that you don't get with the bottle. You just have the little label thrown on. But the can, you get the whole 360 wrap around. You yeah. can kind of design a whole. It's tough to take it. pictures on Untapped and get the yeah. whole can in there. <laughs> right, right. This is awesome. And that's that's a great. I love when craft beer, when breweries go out of their way, they go full blown with the art, the package, their message, everything about their beer. Not only the time and the way they share their process with everybody, including the tours and whatnot. Back in the day when it was just all the domestics, you didn't have them going all out like that. You had Clydesdales for, um, you know, Budweiser. You had funny comics or different sporting uh, sports figures for like Miller Old Man making a funny face. You got. It. Yeah. Well, that came along. That was funny. That grab. And then people were calling everything a bitter beer face. Oh, look at that little baby sucking on a lemon. It's got a bitter beer face. I mean, that's just classic yeah. marketing. Like people still say when you got to make a copy of something, well, you Xerox that for me. And it won't even be a Xerox copy machine. Or blow but your nose in a Kleenex. You got it. Q-tip. You got it. Yes, ma'am. That's excellent marketing, but I love <laughs> the artistic freedom, and I love the control that they take with their, their breweries, because this is excellent. And if I was trying different beers and I was looking for different beers, this would catch my eye, and I'd want to try it just because of this cool artwork, which is like um, a bunch of cool cats on Mount Rushmore partying like hell. For our listeners to know, Freddie's had that can in his hand, and he's bouncing it up and down. Derek, don't open that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. No, that's what's great. And, and, you know, to have that marketing is one thing, but to have a product inside that definitely, backs it up. Definitely, definitely. How many what, times have we bought an album in the day where it looked really, really cool, and when you got it out, it was like, oh, this or, is awesome. Or those, who, those of us, well, actually, no, all of us do remember that in this room, going, going down to Blockbuster yeah. and buy, and renting a movie yeah. based on the VHS cover, that getting home. That is one thing we definitely all have. We all have owned a vinyl record album. Billy, you've owned a lot of oh, vinyl. Oh, come on. Duran Duran. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. What do you mean, Bill? Duran Duran? 
Yeah. Duran Duran. Oh, that <laughs> AHA album really changed uh, Billy's life. I'll tell you. Right. What's the old I'm a product of the early 80s, so. <laughs> and that old That's business ad- adage, nothing will kill a business better than great marketing with a bad product. That's good, true. That's true. Well, apparently I took, uh, when I was a kid, I took my uh, my parents' collection and turned them into Frisbees. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, because what we are didn't. these black th- Frisbees? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't like them, so therefore we didn't respect them yeah. or care about them. They were polka albums, Billy. Don't worry Barbra about it. Barbra Good Lord. Chereki, oh. what's going on with you uh, over there? You all right? I'm ready to rock and roll. Oh, you're just <laughs> waiting for the next beer. I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. That sounds good to me. We're going to get ready to pound down that other beer. We're glad to be here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. We're glad that you can join us in Backyard Billy. Why don't you tell us about some cool stuff we got coming up at Backyard Alehouse well, in the we next have couple a, weeks, buddy? We have a Le Chou Fest coming up the 16th. Um, so the that's gnomes the, know. The gnome, yeah. If you're into gnomes like we are, yeah. that's kind of a little shtick we like <laughs> we like gnomes <laughs> so awesome. hey, um so that's the 16th and then the fall fest is on the 10th 11th and 12th of excellent October. and then go to your that. facebook page or web page yeah, all the deets are all there those details are there the man. deedles the deedles <laughs> the deedles good stuff <laughs> we have a new language emerging oh, on the show <laughs> yeah we got to be careful with that all right and we, we're going to talk more about what we got going on at the backyard alehouse in downtown scranton as well as what we're going to be drinking here i know derek is pouring furiously here we're going to take a break and we'll be back after we pay some bills and we'll be ready to probably do our our interview with our fine gentleman from 21st amendment brewery it's going to be a lot of fun extra extra Ferkin fall fest is coming to beer boys in wilkesbury september 21st from noon to 9 p.m what the fuck is a frickin' friend. It's top-notch, you see? It's a cask with small-batch beer, infused fall flavors, and Beer Boys is going to have four of them, plus over 40 different fall beers, on-site sampling, hourly giveaways, and there's no cover. Sounds like it's gonna be a real knockout. You bet. It's Sunday, September 21st, from noon to 9 p.m. at Beer Boys on Washington Street in Wilkes-Barre. Use that snazzy internet contraption and visit FerkinFallFest.com for more info. I'm gonna do that now. Play me off, Johnny. This is Landview Properties with an opportunity to own large, private wooded parcels in the Dallas School District and, are you ready for this, get your well drilled and the septic installed for free. If you're not ready for building, money and guarantees will be escrowed. You heard me right. Purchase the weekend of September 20th and get your well drilled and your septic installed for free. That means no water or sewer bills in the future. Call 1-800-THE-LAND for details on this incredible opportunity. Some examples. The weekend of September 20th, own two acres with a great view for only $69.9 or for even more privacy, four and a half acres with a great view, $89.9. Those prices for land in the Dallas School District are phenomenal, but to include a well and septic makes it an opportunity you don't want to let pass by. Let us do the hard, expensive work of the well and septic. You just make plans for a beautiful home with awesome views in the best neighborhood and school district in the area. Call 1-800-THE-LAND or visit 1-800-THE-LAND.com to make an appointment for September 20th. Are you better than average at fantasy football? Yeah? Well, thanks to FanDuel.com's one-week 50-50 fantasy football leagues for real money, you can prove it. 50% of teams in these leagues win real money. And get this, FanDuel fantasy football leagues last just one week. Finish anywhere in the top half of FanDuel's 50-50 fantasy football leagues, and you're a winner. You'll win almost double your money and get your cash immediately. Plus, with no season-long commitment at FanDuel, you only play when you want. 
So, Mr. Above Average Fantasy Football Player, what are you waiting for? Check this out. If you like your chances in a 50-50 league, FanDuel's making them even better. With a special offer, for every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to $200. That's double the money to play in as many 50-50s as you want. But hurry, football season is heating up, and this offer ends this Friday. The only way to get up to $200 free is to go to FanDuel.com, click the microphone in the upper right corner, and use the promo code FOOTBALL8. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com, promo code FOOTBALL, the number 8. New members play $200 on us only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Now through September, sign up for our Players Club, play your favorite slots, and we'll cover your losses up to $200. And that's just the beginning. You'll get exclusive benefits like discounted or free rooms, great deals at our restaurants, and much more. Join today and play $200 on us only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Legendary fun. Visit MountAiryCasino.com for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we're back here at the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on the Sports Hub 102.3 ENBC Sports Radio. And from the 21st Amendment Brewery, we have a very special guest today. Is is Mr. Sean Sully O'Sullivan. How you doing, Sean? <laughs> Good morning. It's great to, great to be up and talking to you guys about craft beer at 7.15 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Were you up all night or did you have to get up? No, I got up. I'm an early riser. I have an 11-year-old, so it's quite easy. So yes. no worries there. Well, outstanding. Well, Derek's got a bunch of questions for you he wants to ask, and we want to inform everybody in Northeast PA. Thank you for getting up with us this morning, Sean, and welcome to the Beer Geeks. Well, thanks, Sean. I appreciate this one. So I guess, you know, we're, we've been talking, we already worked our way through Bitter American, and uh, we're talking about how a lot of people are aware of the brewery, but maybe not fully. So what, what about the, the brewery history? Like, when did you guys really start, and what were the flagship beers as you began? Well, um, my business partner, Nico Frecci, and I started the brew pub uh, in August of 2000. So we've been open for a little over 14 years. And it was just a standalone brew pub uh, right there in downtown San Francisco, right near where the Giants uh, played baseball. Uh, in fact, we opened the same year they uh, opened up that stadium down there. And uh, it was a bad time to open up a business back then. It was kind of into the dot-com era, and then we had 9-11, and then economic downturn. So that baseball park kept us alive. And then Nico and I were trying to figure out a way to like maybe expand the business and we were a little gun-shy from uh, the restaurant experience. So I'd gone back to uh, the Great American Beer Festival, I think it was 2005, and went out to a little brewery called Oscar Blues in uh, Lyons, Colorado, and saw what they were brewing out there, and uh, uh, they were putting their beer in cans, and uh, we thought that was a great opportunity for us to kind of get the beer outside the pub and um, and put our beer in cans. So it was just a, it was a great, great opportunity for us. Oh, it's worked out very well for you, too. So how many states are you guys distributed in now? You know, we are in, it just changed recently. I think we just flushed out the remainder of the Northeast. Um, we're in, um, I think, 18, 19 states right now. So we're in the Northeast, and then we're in uh, Ohio, of course, and uh, in, in, in uh, Pennsylvania, too, and then um, down in uh, Georgia as well, out here on the West Coast, and California, uh, Idaho, Washington uh, and Oregon and Alaska. There you go. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, but we you know we have a lot of fun with it. I mean, the Twenty First Amendment. The name is uh, you know uh, it's it's a repeal of prohibition. When we were looking for the the name of the place, we didn't really we were looking at old uh, white pages in San Francisco of breweries that existed back in the day, and they were all kind of not so interesting. So we realized we were kind of dabbling in this pool of the uh, the prohibition era. 
So I said, well, what about the 21st Amendment? And so uh, it, the name kind of stuck. And then what was great about it is that all of our packaged beers that we put out there, they're kind of a twist on this kind of Americana theme. Um, you know, you've got, you know, our, our Brew for Your Die IPA, which is a, a you know, a, a turn on the, on the state motto of uh, New Hampshire, which is live free or die, and it's, you know, symbol of Mount Rushmore, and this caricature of, like, Lincoln kind of busting through the wall. And all the beers are kind of, uh, you, you know, kind of poking fun and having fun with uh, There's a patriotic kind of aspect to it, but not really. Uh, we, we, like, we love having fun with this stuff. Yeah, no, you, that's, the, that's the other thing we were talking about is the, the branding style of the cans. Was that, like, a, a full conscious effort based on the naming of the brewery, or was that, how, how did you really well, key that in? That's a really good question because it's definitely, you know, you, you kind of, it, it's interesting how you find your way to a certain place. When we first started canning our beer, our beers were just sort of like brew free or die. I mean, it was like this very block lettering and it wasn't very interesting. In fact, they looked like energy drink cans. So when you're trying to like break into a craft beer can market that doesn't really exist, you got to look like beer. You can't look like an energy drink. That's a little bit of advice for everybody out there who wants to get the, into cra- uh, canned craft beer, uh, those breweries out there. And uh, and so we just started, we, we were working with uh, kind of a design firm initially, uh, and then it wasn't really working out, so we had some friends of ours up in uh, Bend, Oregon, TBD Advertising, and they kind of took us in another direction, and they're the ones that, um, uh, with all all the the great illustrations and the and the the packaging and all they're they're the ones that kind of took us to that level. Well, it worked out very well. That's weird. It, it, we all have fun with the, the cans and reading a little bit like on the hop crisis and reading all the the fun stories with stuff. Yeah, the, it's great about the the hop crisis and like uh, monk's blood and those those four pack insurrection beers that come out occasionally every year. Uh, those the so it's part of our insurrection series and it's a stronger sort of more full flavor fuller flavor beer uh, than what we would typically put out with our mainline beers. And the kind of the idea behind the packaging, it's Nico and I, my business partner, kind of like tripping through time. So, you know, in the hop crisis, uh, it's the, the feds are hoarding, hoarding the hops and we have to go rescue the hops. <laughs> it's actually a great story about hop crisis because that beer was first made at the pub. I brewed that beer probably in 2003 or four. if you guys remember. Uh, there was a hop crisis actually that existed. There was a, the supply was down. Uh, prices were way up. People were spending, you know, $28 a pound for Centennial hops, you know, when you normally could get it for 7 to $8 a pound. So I had this bright idea, hey, whatever, let's just brew the biggest beer we can and just use all these hops. So it's uh, stupid, but it was fun. And uh, that's why if you look on that can very careful, uh, carefully, there's a, there's a little, uh, there's a, a question mark right after uh, hop crisis, like hop crisis, what crisis? <laughs> well, the, be- the best ideas usually are stupid and fun. So, <laughs> well, I think we were remiss without getting into. I know you guys are starting to open up your new brewery, or you're in the the midst of, of building it still. So, what's what's the uh, the details on that? Well, it's super exciting for us because uh, we when we first started getting into uh, canning our beer and shipping it across the country, we didn't have the money to build a brewery. So we took a page from Pete Slosberg, from Pete's Wicked Ale, and, and Sam Adams, and we essentially uh, contract brew uh, our beer at, a, at another facility, or we call it partner brewing because we're really in the, in, you know, we're in the back pocket of these breweries. It's not just a brew it and forget it kind of 
situation. We were out in uh, Cold Spring, Minnesota right now, a little brewery out there about an hour and a half outside of Minneapolis. And uh, it's been going great. You know, we kind of grew up with them. We started brewing, we brewed 1,000 barrels of beer with them in 2008, and this year we'll brew about 75,000 barrels. Wow. It, which is, you know, when I say that, I kind of want everybody to hit me in the face and say, what are you talking about, Sully? <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's, but they, we're running out of capacity there. And um, so, you know, it's a lifelong dream for Nico and I to kind of bring the brewery back to the Bay Area. So uh, we're, we're actually building a very sizable brewery down here in San Leandro, uh, which is right across the bay from San Francisco, right near, uh, right near Oakland. And it's an old Kellogg's factory. It's 100,000 square feet. It'll be a 100-barrel, you know, four-vessel brew house that's actually German-engineered uh, and it's being made here in Hudson, Wisconsin. And we hope to start brewing uh, in February of next year. It's going to be a complete camp. Somebody called it a campus the other day, so I started using the word campus. I think that's kind of a cool word. Uh, it's going to have an outdoor beer garden, a full restaurant, a couple different bars, complete you know, customer interactive space. And um, We're super excited about it. I mean, it's a, it, it, when this thing is humming and up and running, I mean, I, I still can't believe we're doing this. And, but I will tell you this, man, it is not cheap. Uh, the, loan, the loans that Nico and I have had to sign is just it's daunting. So please come out. Fly out. Come here. I'm going to go to school, and uh, we'd, we'd love to have you. Well, if you're calling it a campus, you can maybe lure some kids out there and start charging tuition. <laughs> Well, the other one we're now right now we're having the uh, we're gonna get tenure. <laughs> <laughs> we're having the the he said uh, we're having the the Belgian triple the the pumpkin one. How did how did this collaboration come about with them and and uh, the idea of putting the pumpkin with the triple is kind of a, a new take on that one. Yeah, well, a lot of people, um, a lot of pumpkin beers, there's so many out there right now, and people, uh, some brewers, uh, they kind of go the safe route, and it's the kind of the amber with the pumpkin spices. I mean, when people think of pumpkin beer, they think of um, pumpkin spice, they think about yeah. cinnamon, allspice, you know, cloves, that type of stuff. Um, but uh, pumpkin actually is a unique uh, ingredient because it doesn't, it gives you a little bit of extract in terms of getting sugar uh, out, of, out of the uh, vegetable, but it's also, um, it gives a certain mouthfeel and slickness to, to the beer. And so, well, uh, this is a collaboration, it's part of our Insurrection series we did with uh, Dick Cantwell up at Elysian Brewing Company. He's like the pumpkin king. I mean, this, <laughs> Dick, is, Dick has a festival every year up in Seattle called the Great Pumpkin Beer Festival in October, and um, it's, uh, he, he he himself makes 19 pumpkin beers. So, so Dick's like angle on this whole thing is that he goes out with brewers and brewers. There's a lot of brewers out there. I certainly was one of them for a little bit. Like, oh, I don't want to brew a pumpkin beer. <clears throat> and they push back on it. And Dick kind of gets you drunk and kind of kicks you in the shins <laughs> and says, "Come on, brew it. Come to my festival." And then he calls you the next day, you know, in the morning after he's gotten you all messed up, and he says, "So you can do my festival? Am I going to make you going to send a beer out here?" So we were Dick. The whole idea that he said beer is that it's a you know it's a lift on the he said she said idea. Dick Cantwell and I are unsure of how we met each other, and we're <laughs> unsure of how we came up with the idea of this beer. So we thought it was we tell different stories if you look at the package because the words are coming out of our mouth and uh, the idea of kind of maybe and then so that that's in turn kind of well let's what kind of beer are we going to brew he says well I want to brew a triple well, I want to brew a Baltic Porter and you know and then Dick's, uh, Dick said well what do you think about adding Gall and Gall to the triple and I said Gall and Gall and he said exactly what's you know what's that <laughs> and so you know I realized that that was a Thai ginger spice and um, we just had a, just a lot of fun with it and the other kind of fluky thing about it is that the dark beer the Baltic Porter comes in the lighter can and the triple comes in the darker can so um it's uh 
it's, it's, I think it's really unique, and I'm super excited about these beers. Sean, this is John. I just got a, a quick question for you. Looking at the can here in front of us, I just want to know there's two faces that are together and one's upside down. Who's upside down and who's right side up in that can? Well, it's, you know, I, one of them, actually, this is kind of cool about it. I mean, you open your own brewery, you put your face on a can. Well, one of them is supposedly me and one of them is Dick. Dick has kind of the hair that's kind of going straight up and mine is the one that's kind of combed back. So, so that's, that's your story. I don't story. know can you have, but, uh, yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's kind of a unique, odd can, but I, I, I really dig it. Very cool. All right, we cracked open one more. This is one I want to ask about because this this is one of my favorite go-to IPAs. We have the uh, the Brewfreer Die. Now, was this like a, a flagship one when you guys first started out? Yeah, this this recipe has not changed really at all since I started brewing this in 2000. We just called it IPA. You know, back in the old days, it was just watermelon wheat and it was IPA. Then we started having fun with the names. Uh, this is like a straight-ahead West Coast-style IPA. Super simple malt bill. It's just pale malt, Munich malt, a little light crystal. I don't like putting a lot of like heavier crystals in there that compete with the hop flavor. Um, Super simple hop additions, beginning of boil, mid-addition, whirlpool. Dry hops are just Cascade, Amarillo, and Simcoe. It's, um, and my whole thing about drinking an IPA, my IPA should be a three-dimensional a three kind of a three dimensional experience, like a roller coaster ride. You know you're, you're drinking an IPA because it says IPA, so you set people up for their flavor experience. You want to hit them over the head with hops, um, and then you don't really have to be that bitter in the beer. A lot of brewers go too bitter, I think. And so you have some bitterness. To, you, know, you want to make it balanced, but, of course, you want it to lean towards bitterness. You want to have a malt backbone, and then you want this thing to slide and be dry when they finish because I want you to drink another one, another one, and another <laughs> one. And uh, I, I like this IPA. I'm really, really fond of this malt bill, too. Yeah, this has been one I, I love when I, when I see it. I'll, I'll tell you, since I got you, I, I can tell you whenever I'm out and I see this one, this is one I, I love to grab. This is one of my favorite IPAs. So well done, sir. That's awesome. Hey, I got a little bit of exclusive for, exclusive oh, for you guys. All right, let's do it. Um, we put out a series of beers every year called Big Can Series, and it's draft only, and it's, uh, it's uh, kegs only. There's no cans. So, you know, kegs are big cans. Um, and uh, it's a beer called Blah, Blah, Blah IPA. <laughs> um, and the right idea behind here. this beer, I'll tell you about the name, then I'll get into the beer itself. So the Blah, Blah, Blah IPA is that there's so many IPAs out there on the market right now. You got everybody, all your listeners see it and all that. And uh, so we were thinking that if you, you know, you read like a description of a beer, it's like uh, Blah, 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 you know, uh, malt backbone, Blah, Blah, Blah bitterness, Blah, Blah, Blah hop flavor, Blah, Blah, Blah habanero IPA. So the idea is that uh, you could say anything and just call it blah, blah, blah IPA. People would love it. But this beer is unique. It's uh, never made an India red ale before. So it has essentially a lot of the same malt components that my uh, brew for your die has, but I added some 70, 80 crystal from uh, England, which I think gives a nice uh, color and also flavor to it. And then I did a lot of unique hopping to it. I uh, uh, Typically, I just add hops at the beginning of the boil, mid-addition, and the end in the whirlpool. And this one, I did a bunch of hops at the end that a lot of brewers are doing right now. And the idea behind it is that it kind of gives you more of a hop flavor. Uh, you know, it's almost a chewiness uh, in your mouth for it. It's not like bitterness. It's more of a uh, V-hop flavor, and it's got a whole bunch of hops in it. Uh, we dry hopped it with Citrus, Chinook, Simcoe, Mosaic, Equinox, uh, and then the flavor hops, which are right there at the end. It's like Centennial, Tanum, Amarillo. Uh, this beer is about 7.75, and it'll be shipping next week, and it'll be out towards you guys probably um, probably not this week, but the following weekend. So you cut me off, I... get this beer. There's only, uh, I think there's only... 380 barrels of it so for the whole country it's not a lot of it so i urge you to go out and try the blah 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 ipa 
Oh, you cut me off. I thought that was the next question I was going to ask. Is you it was, coming here? Is it coming here? But uh, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> so, is there anything else uh, new and funky coming out from from the brewery that uh, we could know about? Um, well, uh, aside from the beer I just talked about, um, uh, just it's. You know, I've got my head focused down right now on the, on this uh, this new brewery uh, being built, um, and we do a thing every year. If your if your listeners are ever out in San Francisco, uh, we do a thing called uh, Belgian Beer Month, which is uh, a sort of a a uh, month long festival we do with Magnolia Pub and Brewery uh, here in San Francisco. A good friend of mine, Dave McLean, that owns that place. And the idea behind it is that there's six uh, Belgian beers, all different, at our at my pub and six at his pub, and then you get a little card, and once you drink them all. Uh, get the card checked off. You get to keep the the commemorative uh, cup uh, glass for the event. So, that sounds awesome. Anything else? Uh, anybody else got any questions before we wrap this one up? I'll tell you what. You've been one of the best interviews we've Amazing. ever had on this show, Sean Sully O'Sullivan, <laughs> out there on the West Coast. Thank God you got an eleven year old alarm clock, my friend. <laughs> so that and the coffee, man. I think it just kicked in about eight minutes ago. I want to thank you guys for. Uh, I was dragging there a little bit, but now I could do this whole thing over again if you want. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Sean. I'll tell you what. Thanks for the exclusive and giving us the big fat skinny on that special beer you're going to be rolling out in a couple weeks. I know Backyard Billy's going to want to get his hands on a yeah, keg or two we're of gonna, that. Yeah, we're going to angle for one. I know that for sure. Outstanding. So we got an ins we got an inside scoop now, Sean. Right. Exactly. You are literally, this is the first time it's been announced outside of the circle of the 21st Amendment. We, no, I haven't, we haven't even put a press release on it. Wow. So. Awesome. That is awesome. So I guess we're all part of your inner circle of trust <laughs> there. Wait, you guys are part of the beer circle of trust. Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff. We're going to have to go kick it in the Bay Area, being that you got those big loans, you got a foot on your throat out there. <laughs> we're going to roll all our pennies and all our spare change and get out there with you, Sean, and try to help you out with that, okay, buddy? Please do, please do. Awesome. Sean Sully O'Sullivan from the 21st Amendment Brewery, thank you very much for joining us. And right now, we do have a wonderful giveaway that we're going to be, um, it's yours if you want it. Call us on the helophone, 855-777-1023. Did I do three sevens or four sevens? I always... Then we did. You got three. Yeah, we're sometimes good. I just roll on the damn <laughs> sevens, stuck on the seven, 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 We're going to have to go. Seven, I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to take Billy's a ATM card and go to the <laughs> Vegan after this. I'll split with It might get I you to Shikshini at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. All right. You want to win this 21st Amendment prize package? Give us a call now, 855-777-1023. We'll be back in a couple minutes here with more beer from 21st Amendment on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour right here on Sports Hub 102.3 and BC Sports Radio. Have you been searching for the perfect engagement ring or an exquisite gift for a special occasion? Rainbow Jewelers is where you'll find it. Rainbow Jewelers, consistently voted the number one jeweler in the Wyoming Valley, has a large selection of GIA and EGL certified diamonds, engagement rings, necklaces, bracelets, and earrings. Rainbow Jewelers also has wedding bands, birthstone jewelry, mother's rings, all high quality at the best price. Plus, they sell citizen brand watches and offer jewelry repairs. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston, open Tuesday through Saturday. Attention homeowners, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans, and I have some important information for you regarding the U.S. government's Home Affordable Refinance Program, or HARP. We've told you about HARP in the past, and more than 3 million homeowners have already taken advantage of this money-saving program. But there are so many more of you who could be saving hundreds of dollars every month on your mortgage. 
and Quicken Loans is here to help you save your money. The home loan experts at Quicken Loans fully understand the HARP guidelines. If you weren't HARP eligible in the past, new guidelines could mean that now you are. Give us a call and we'll give you a Quicken Loans mortgage review. It's simple and easy. And for four years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Or go to quickenloans.com for a mortgage experience that's engineered to amaze. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Payment example excludes taxes and insurance calls for cost information. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Extra, extra. Bergen Fall Fest is coming to Beer Boys in Wilkes-Barre September 21st from noon to 9 p.m. What the fuck is a frickin' friend? It's top notch, you see? It's a cask with small batch beer, infused fall flavors, and Beer Boys is going to have four of them, plus over 40 different fall beers. On-site sampling, hourly giveaways, and there's no cover. Sounds like it's going to be a real knockout. You bet. It's Sunday, September 21st from noon to 9 p.m. at Beer Boys on Washington Street in Wilkes-Barre. Use that snazzy internet contraption and visit firkinfallfest.com for more info. I'm going to do that now. Play me off, Johnny. What's one of the best things about the 159th Bloomsburg Fair? The thrilling rides from the Wright Hopper shows. This year, don't miss the newest dipping and diving European thrill ride to come to America, the Air Race. From now until opening day, you can purchase a mega pass from WrightHopperShows.com for only $20. That's R-E-I-T-H-O-F-F-E-R Shows.com. A mega pass allows you to pick any day of the fair and ride all you want. Don't miss the 159th Bloomsburg Fair starting at 2 p.m. September 19th through the 20th. If you're looking to get cash for your broken and unwanted jewelry, go to a reputable jeweler who's been in business for a long time, not one that appeared because the price of gold went up. Bring your broken and unwanted jewelry to Rainbow Jewelers. They're professionals and deal directly with the refiner. Rainbow Jewelers will tell you what your gold's really worth and pay you what it's really worth. Rainbow Jewelers, 789 Wyoming Avenue, Kingston. Open Tuesday through Saturday. All right, who do we got on the air here? John from Shavertown. John, congratulations. You live up in my neck of the woods as well. You are our winner of our 21st Amendment prize package, which includes a whole bunch of hella cool coasters, a killer hat that might get lost, and a killer T-shirt as well, man. <laughs> and Great. glass. And glass. Don't and a glass. Oh, I can't forget about this killer glass. That might get lost, too. But <laughs> listen, if it's here when you come to pick it up, that's great. Just frisk Freddy on the way in. <laughs> awesome. All right, man. You'd like you, that. Are you? Yeah, I Oh, that's real nice, Backyard Billy. I'm just saying. Oh, you want to cut heads with me? You're listening to Backyard Billy wants to cut heads. Welcome to the crew, let's, Billy. Let's so basically, so you want to discuss this over a piece of concrete? Come yeah. on. Oh, here's the deal. oh, wow. You got jokes. That's, that's for Thaz. He, well, he, he's performing twice. So we have a new it's giveaway. A Call in, cup of field. No, here's the deal. I brought Jarecki in here so people can bust on him. That's why Jarecki's here. All right, John, are you still there? <laughs> All right, John. Thank you very much for listening. Are you enjoying the show this morning? Absolutely. Great show. Outstanding. Thank you very much. Congratulations on your prize package. And you know you can come pick it up anytime up here at the Beer Geek Studio, man. It's our private lair. We're going to have to blindfold you before you come in, though. All right, buddy? <laughs> 
All right, I'm looking forward to it. Outstanding. We'll talk to you later, John. Thanks for listening. And John goes bye-bye, and we continue with this fine beer. Man, that is a killer hat, though, man. It's a shame that this... <laughs> you know, I will say, once I got that, the first thing I thought was, Freddie is going to try to steal this hat. Well... That was the first thing I thought when I saw it, because that's uh, a I don't know if it's going to fit my head. Yeah, you got a big noggin. Fitted. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do, too. So I'd have to that. get two of them and take them apart, and can. Uh, <laughs> they'd have to be conjoined to fit on my head. My head's not as bad as... John Webster's, though, man. John <laughs> you got a noggin on Jeez, him. Jeez, now we're knocking people that aren't even here. I'm going to invite John up. I invited John up before. I'll invite him up. I, he knows. He's cool. All right, don't you worry Come on, about Poor Jason that. hasn't been insulted yeah. in many minutes now. Yeah, Jason what? Jason <laughs> just... probably overdue. Jason, <laughs> yeah, so. Jason's finishing all the half-empty camps. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what do we got here, Derek? So now we're, we're moving on. This is their, their Back in Black, the Black IPA, or uh, Cascadian Dark Ale, if you're in that camp. Sing it, Freddie. But uh, this, is, this is a... Uh, a fantastic. Yeah, this is actually one I brought on on the closet when I did it the one night. This is a really nice black IPA. Uh, if it's a style that maybe you had and was kind of, you know, were kind of put off by it, this is a great introductory black IPA. It's not really offensive. The, the whole. The problem with some black IPAs is really what you wind up getting is a, a hoppy porter, basically, is the equivalent. It's not nearly as enjoyable because you have two contrasting styles, whereas when you get a really good black IPA, they really meld into one another, and you get a little bit of a roasty malt backbone, but you have some really nice hops coming through a little bit on the citrus end, and it really meshes well with one another, and is very smooth and easy drinking, like an IPA, but it has that dark roasted malt characteristic. It doesn't finish as dry as an IPA, but it has a lot of the characteristics of both, which is great, and it's, it's really easy drinking. That's what you want out of a black IPA. It's very easy drinking regardless, and some of them kind of get a little too heavy-handed with the hops, or they, they a little bit too much uh, roasted malt into it and kind of throws it out of balance. But this still maintains a really, really nice balance. And one thing about this and drinking it is I get a, a light coffee flavor kind of in the background mm -hmm. with it that makes it really smooth yeah. out. Because a lot of times when you have a stout or something, it's a stronger coffee yeah. flavor. But this is very light, yeah. and, it, and it mixes well with the way the hops work with it. Yeah, and it's got a little bit of a, a citrus note from the hops, which, is, which actually, you know, when you thought about it, if you have coffee and you have some citrus notes, and it's not really something you'd really uh, think about or want, you know, preferably. You wouldn't really look for a grapefruit-flavored creamer to put in your coffee. But when you have this nice combination where it's subtle hints of both, it really meshes well with one another. Unless you're snockered, and then you <laughs> might like it. <laughs> so, Billy, what do you think about that? <laughs> well, you know, you're looking at the label, and it's got Paul Revere, yeah, Paul Revere on, <laughs> on a motorcycle. I mean, that's, you know, that's exactly what he was talking about in this interview. Yeah. So, it's awesome. Yeah, it's Very good they, beer. They have these really nice nods to historical things without being a little too... Because there are some breweries that are strictly based into historical things, and they're they're very traditional looking, but they kind of have fun with it, which is great. The that's British the way it should be. The British are writing. The British are writing. writing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is the first black IPA I've ever had. And it's, oh, really? Yeah. Well, then they, you, well you no, not know. here on the... Oh, I, mean, I was going to yeah. say. Okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's early yet, Billy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, I mean, I just... I, this is, you know, sometimes the, the first is usually always the greatest. <laughs> usually. <laughs> usually. What the heck just happened? He's, hold, he's holding that can like it's a baby here. It's I know. My first. My I'm first. Guarding it. <laughs> he is. He had two hands on one can, and he's got big bear clubs like paws. The ham hocks. Yeah, so you gotta so get one hand on each can. That's how that's it works. Funny as heck. That's what she said. Oh. Funny as heck. Well, he said that's the beer we just had. <laughs> this is she said. Oh, we are going into unknown territory. <laughs> All right, what the hell's going on here, guys? Uh, I don't, oh, yeah, I, I forgot. I get to watch Freddie when the computer starts screwing up on him. It's, it's yeah. enjoyable. <laughs> Is it really? 
Sometimes. Drink some beer, dog. <laughs> Drink no, some beer. What, what's the, this is 6.8% ABV too, which is so it's a little bit higher, but no hints of it at all. It doesn't have any of that. It's really nice because with the IPAs, you can kind of get into typically around the 7% and the porter is generally around like 5%. So you find that medium with night with the between the two and having that nice balance and everything, it really gives a, a smooth, easy drinking experience. Some of them, um, like I, I remember the first time I had Stone has their sublimely self-righteous. The first time I had that, that was a little too aggressive for me. Now I've gotten accustomed to it, but if someone was going to try that for their first black IPA, that might put them off a little bit. This is a really good introductory one. If you haven't had a black IPA, maybe you had one and kind of put off, this is a really nice one because it's very, Stone's very known for uh, their aggressive <laughs> flavor characteristics in their beer. This is a little more reserved, a little more balanced and, and easy drinking. Uh, the Stone one I enjoy now, but it was just right up front. It was a little bit too much for me. I mean, this was years ago. And I think I actually know it was one of their anniversary ones when they first did it. That was the first time I had it. I don't remember what anniversary it was, but uh, who cares? You were schnockered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were schnockered. But th this is a really nice, if, you, if you've if been interested in this style, this is a really good one to try out, you know, just to kind of get accustomed to it. But that's what, I mean, 21st Amendment, the one thing I will say, you know, as you were saying, like, you know, he has the blah, blah, blah IPA come out. There's every, every brewery has an IPA. It's true. Like, it's, it's all over the place. It's very saturated. But 21st really does have great IPAs. Either their Brew Free or Die, this, the, the Hop Crisis, they really have nailed the, you know, hit the, hit the nail and, on the head type. Jason, why don't you tell us about it? Because you were the guy that was saying the over-the-top hops is not yeah. for you. But you know what? For me, I could see myself get in trouble with this one because uh, I, I'm I, I'm at the threshold where this would be a session beer for me. And, and, uh, um, Congratulations, you've graduated yeah, to professional. Yeah, yeah. All right, we um, didn't ask any of yeah. your supervisors or uh, superiors to listen to the show today. What is that? Fifteen point four, something like that. And that's a session beer for you. The sad thing about it is, unleaded gasoline is a session beer for you, Jarecki. Jarecki's our very own foster grand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you say that out of love, so I'm going to let it slide. So, yeah. to gum skating. <laughs> no, it's always a good time there. We're only having fun here. We're busting on each other. We're like a bunch of dudes hanging out before we're going to do a panty raid at some <laughs> sorority house, right? Yeah, Billy, that, that's where I'm going right yeah. after that. They just, uh, <laughs> Billy's got the inside scoop on the hottest sorority houses. <laughs> 18 and over. 18 and over, that is. Well, you got to be that old to go to college oh, anyway, God. so you're all legal, so shut where up. The hell? I'm, a, I'm a married man. Come on. <laughs> Me too, man. Where I'm the all... hell is this going? <laughs> so, I don't know, but I got to get some coffee. We have to clean some glasses. Danzig is saving us. It's like oh, being saved by the always bell. saves us. <laughs> a twist of uh, twist of cane here on, uh, yeah, I said it again, here on the, uh, the whatever the hell. Beer Geeks Radio
here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. My name is Freddie. I am the ODWB. I am the Grand Marshal in the Parade of Ville. I am the insignificant, significant one. And I am the bad influence with the best intentions here doing roll call. We got Dirty Derek, Dr. Johnny Blindside from Exit 190. Of course, we have Backyard Billy, man. He's on a roll this week. You want to <laughs> stop down to the, you got to stop down the Backyard Alehouse in downtown Scranton and just, Billy's performing all week long. <laughs> oh, come on. You know what I think it is? Here, he's got his new earbuds in. He's like an official hey. radio guy now. Oh, come on. Don't even. I think he does. Hey. Freddie, he's past hey. the initiation. He's yeah. here. He's, he's got his official earbuds in. 
Welcome to radio, buddy. You're killing it today. <laughs> Good You're Lord. Great. You're Come great. on. And of course, we got Jason from the Toyota Sportsplex. We are starting off with um, a family skate, man. Come on in. And next yeah. week, we're launching a killer perk on GetMyPerks.com yes, for the Toyota are. Sportsplex. You get four s- entries and rentals for the price of two. And that's going to be going on. And of course, every Friday, starting in the middle of October, yours truly going to be favorite, hanging out with all the kiddies. Our, our favorite DJ. Are, are you going to skate yeah. I don't skate. I can't even lace them. Freddie, you should skate. We should make them skate. Well, I'm trying to get Freddy. him to drive the Zamboni. Yeah. And he keeps, no, we've seen Freddie drive. Me. We don't want that. <laughs> Wait, so how long do you want to be closed down for? We are, are going to be doing the Beer Geeks Beer Geeks Radio Hour Zamboni Camp. <laughs> Brought to you by Toyota Sportsplex Backyard Ale House. As long as we're, we're pumping some Benny Hill tunes while that's going on. <laughs> well, you, could drive, you could drive the Zamboni around like the carpet cleaning going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Lift your feet, guys. <laughs> Lift your feet. <laughs> Thank God. All right. Oh, God. All right. You got beer to drink, yeah, Derek. Yeah, we still got some God more. God forbid I don't put a can in Jarecki's <laughs> hand in the next three seconds. Well, now we, we've moved on to this is the, the hop crisis that, that Sully was talking about. This is one of my favorite double IPAs, and this is this is another one I want to say. You know, this is another beer that's fantastic. It, it's a seasonal one for them. It's their Insurrection Series. But, uh, you know, it's it's available when it comes out, so you can get it. So this is one, you know, some of these, you know, as we talked about, the the especially the double IPAs is one that really builds up this uh, hype on the online. But this one is readily available, and, uh, you know, 9.7%. It's actually ages in oak staves as well, which gives it a nice little characteristic to it. 9.7, though, I mean, it, it's going to sneak up on you because there is no hint of it whatsoever. None. This, this is my first time having this, yeah. Derek. This is... It doesn't even taste like an imperial. No. It tastes like no, not at all. Like somebody put some smoothing ingredients in it to mm-hmm. lighten it up because it is so. I mean, if you don't like imperial IPAs but you like IPAs and it's too much, this is yeah, this is something you want. It. And it's it's unbelievably balanced. It's not you know for being a West Coast brewery, they're out of San Francisco. It's not brewed as that traditional. I mean, it's it's a, definitely a West Coast IPA, but it's not brewed in some of what we know as a, a West Coast imperial, which is just you know makes it. Enamel melt on your teeth if you kind of take a sip of it. But th- this one is, is really nicely balanced and, and really, if you've never had an IPA and this was the first one you had, you would still be able to not be put off by it. It would still have some really nice characteristics of the IPA without being, you know, 9.7. It's unbelievable that this, you know, gets up to that with no hint whatsoever. This is, dare I say, Schvelt. <laughs> it's Velt, not Schvelt. Schvelt. I got, look, I'm from, I'm from Sweden. It's Schvelt for me. Yeah, this, this beer is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah this. I think I've I've shot another Saturday here. <laughs> <laughs> Time to take home and take a nap. <laughs> oh, good luck. Yeah, I get no, yelled at the very pra- tasty. I get very yelled at for that one after the show. Sometimes I go home and pass out on the the couch and the porch oh, and oh, like anybody else does, <laughs> and other than Freddie. Yeah, it's a it's a it's definitely a must try. Oh, yeah, this is one. If if you haven't had Hop Crisis, I mean, it, it's phenomenal. This is the one. Every year when this comes out, I get excited like it's Christmas because I, I just, I love this beer. I try and get as much of it as I absolutely can, and it's just, it, it, it's just so easy drinking. And, and kind of unique to have a double imperial that's how does um, it work? a seasonal. You know? <laughs> well, we're on the radio, Freddie. That's how it works. <laughs> God, the unprofessional people. Jason, don't you let him drive that Zamboni. Or you're... No, no, we might be shut down you know all what? winter. The, we the can't cops have will that, think he's so. schnocker driving down the street. It's, it'll be bad. They think that all the time anyway, so. <laughs> but it's, not, it's nice because it has all, it's like a hot bouquet. You can't really uh, pinpoint, like some, some IPAs you have, you say, oh, it's really grapefruity, it's really piney. 
piney. This, you get subtle hints of every kind of different hop characteristic coming through. Nothing's dominating, but it still has a really sweet... And the other thing that's nice, too, when you get in the Imperial IPA is the malt backbone can kind of be a little too heavy, they have like a heavier mouthfeel. Really smooth. Really, this, really the, smooth. This just seems like a lighter beer than it really yeah, is. It's yeah. kind of very deceiving. Yeah, you could get do some damage. Yeah, this, this is, this one, is yeah. definitely one to be dangerous. Yeah. Um, the next you have a one, case of it for us, right? <laughs> <laughs> the next one moving on to is getting into even more dangerous character. <laughs> this is a 11.5%. We're moving on to the barley wine with this one. Did, did I tell you that my other name besides Blindside is Dr. Johnny Dangerously? From uh, Anyhow. Oh, there we go. Uh, yeah. Got that nice. one right on, the, on the air. Go ahead. There we go. Nice. So this is the uh, pour in this one now. This is the the lower de boom. Now this is why I've actually had agent I, in the I fridge. I guess that's Flanders. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think of like a sour lower, beer. Lo, yeah, no, lower lower de boom. <laughs> yeah. Well, this this has been actually this is uh I've had this one in the fridge for a little bit, so this actually has a little bit of age on this one. This isn't like a, a fresh one. I believe this is also in their Insurrection series, which is what, what they'll do is that the Insurrection is kind of a, a limited seasonal, basically. It'll be brewed throughout the year, like just for a short period of time. Like the Hop Crisis comes out in the summer every year, and you could probably find some of the Hop Crisis still sitting around. It's not you know past date or anything like that because when you're getting to nine point seven, it'll hold up a little bit. But you know that, that's when you want to have fresh if you really want that strong hops. That'll be the thing that drops out, as we, we talked about it here before. That'll be the thing that drops out a little bit, but it's still definitely there in this one. But no, this this is a, an American barley wine. I think it's 90, 92 IBUs. I think it's on the can. I believe it's 92. I want to say that, but it, it's, it's... a golden can. It must be special. Golden cans are always special. 92 <laughs> IBUs. Yeah, 92 <laughs> IBUs. I mean, it's... We love our golden cans here on the Big Beach Radio. Took me a second to get that one because I was thinking about something else. How many more beers you got? Because we got a minute and a half, buddy. This is the last one. Let's get six of them in here. Come on, dude. We're going to sip this one down. Uh, It's very fitting that it's in the little Red Bull style can, too. This is a smaller one. Maybe Being at 11.5%, this is not one you're going to want to. This is only 8.4% ounces the can of these so this is a little bit more so reserved, what you're saying is i've blown up another saturday <laughs> <laughs> come down to the backyard else and see billy this afternoon no it's definitely a good time and you want to stop in and you want to check out the merchandise store they have right when you enter yeah, the building it's really cool yeah. the bottle shop i'm sorry you can get a lot of these beers there yeah it's yeah. a good time another shameless that's plug. what's great too everything we've had on 20 you know 21st amendment here today a lot of the places around here have that you know a lot of the bottle shops you know whether you're going to exit 190 or backyard or cooper's None of these places that have a lot of the craft beer, you're going to find that 21st Amendment. They're they're pretty readily available throughout the area. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it's, very it's, widely distributed. Scranton's yeah. getting into the 90s. <laughs> so Scranton is definitely Scranton. getting in. That's what you got to remember. Just because it's easy to get doesn't mean it's any less great than the beers that you can't find. That's good times. That's the, that's the takeaway from today. Guys, let me tell you what. It's been a fabulous show. I had a lot yep. of fun with my boys. <laughs> always do, always will. It's always a good time. What the hell is going on here? They're doing, messing with oh, the screen. Who knows? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's not like the carpet cleaning. Now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all, all of our shoes are immaculate. Yeah, to go that's home right. Today. That's right. Awesome. Yeah, so. no one sprung a leak before, if you're wondering what that sound was. <laughs> and that's a good thing, man. That's definitely a good thing. No one sprung a leak. But we're hanging out here. It is uh, the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. It's going to be interesting to see how this rolls out the rest of the day. want to thank Dirty Derek for being here always. Dr. Johnny Blindside from Exit 190. Stop in and see him anytime. Of course, Backyard Howdy. Billy. He's initiated. He had his own earbuds today <laughs> from the Backyard Alehouse. Congratulations, buddy. When you invested in those earbuds, I know you're 
part of this show. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got them from Walmart on the way down. <laughs> and, of course, Jason Jarecki here from um, uh, Toyota, Toyota Sportsplex. <laughs> yeah. Toyotasportsplex.com. All right, man. GoldStreetIceRing.com. All right. That's good Sorry, stuff, right, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glad J- Jason's still standing. We're okay. Yeah. Everybody could be here. That's a good time. And, uh, all right, we'll see you in a little bit. Golden, thank you for being here. Consider yourselves being dealt with.